Welcome to The One, the podcast for dating from your most vibrant and authentic self. My name is Gina Catherine, and I am a confidence coach for love and sex. We know that we need to love ourselves, but nobody explains to us how to actually do this. This podcast has advice and practices on how to do just that. My mission is to help women deeply connect to their bodies, hearts, and minds. When we know, accept, and love ourselves, we draw in amazing partners and incredible experiences. I offer these words from the perspective of a usually straight, cisgendered, divorced, middle-aged white woman. It is my heartfelt hope, though, that there are nuggets for anyone to use in their sex, love, and relationships. In this podcast, I will invite you to let go of the piece of you that hopes for love but is skeptical and ask you to believe and take action in dating from a place of deep self-worth. The one exists and they are you. With that, let's dive deep into this week's episode of The One. This episode is on looking for evidence. Looking for evidence works for everything, money, balance, kindness, gentle parenting, whatever. But I'm going to apply the idea of looking for evidence to true love. I got this idea because I went dancing with my brother and sister-in-law recently, and this supreme joy coming off of them when they dance together is just palpable. Their faces are like part Buddha, part Cheshire cat when they're moving together to the music. And so hanging out with them is so joyful, not only because I love them and I want them to be happy, but because they provide evidence evidence of love, evidence of connection, and I am a miner for evidence in hearts of gold. So evidence that couples stay together, evidence that physical attraction stays even as bodies change, evidence that there are seasons in every relationship and that all of those seasons contribute to the health of the couple. Evidence that mortgages and kids and jobs do not divide, but they can be used to bond together. I could be like, oh, barf, you two make me sick, you're so cute, but I never say this. This sort of seemingly innocent comment would tell my brain and my heart that there is something barfy about love, or that their cuteness is fine for them, but it makes me sick because I don't have it, right? So none of those feels true for me because I am looking to surround myself in evidence. Looking for and finding evidence that what you want exists in the world is paramount to your success in getting it. This is why I think sex is so misunderstood, or maybe just lacking is a better word, because unless you're into voyeurism or exhibitionist kink, you have little evidence that incredible sex involves everything under the sun and the moon, because rom-coms and porn and movies rarely have the luxury of creating these sex scenes that involve extended eye-gazing or long body parts worship, like tantric pussy worship or penis worship, that they involve conversations or breaks to get food and water. What we see is so limiting. And this is true when we're looking for evidence in love and partnership, but also to a greater degree with sex. I'm super lucky because I get to hang out with a lot of sex and sexuality coaches in professional circles, and we discuss these things at length. But most people don't have this in their realm. 
Years ago, before I was coaching around sex and love, I was craving deeper connection with a partner who really just didn't have the capacity to go deeper. I wanted to communicate together, to play together, to cry together, and have more depth in connection. And this partner said to me, Gina, what you want does not exist. Door slam end of conversation. And what I did was believe that person because I didn't know either, but I was willing to learn. But I didn't have the self-awareness, the self-advocacy tools to unpack that statement and see, is this true for me? Was it true for me? I just immaturely fell to the story that I was asking too much. I told myself I was too deep, too grasping, too needy, too complicated. I allowed somebody to tell me that it was selfish or greedy or critical to ask for that kind of connection. I didn't even bother to look for evidence to like start by step one, look for evidence that what I was asking for did exist. Because when your partner says it doesn't, and you want to stay with your partner, you sort of eat what's in front of you. Well, I was eating shit and I was confused about why I wasn't satisfied and I was gaslighted into thinking that I should be satisfied. So I withdrew. I began to read a lot. I began to read Pablo Neruda and other like really intense like love and um, sort of almost like pre-erotica poetry. And it's there that I stumbled onto this piece of evidence. And Pablo Neruda wrote, In you is the illusion of each day. You arrive like dew to cupped flowers. You undermine the horizon with your absence, eternally in flight like the wave. My words rain over you, stroking you. A long time I have loved the sunned mother of pearl of your body. I go so far as to think that you own the universe. I will bring you happy flowers from the mountains, bluebells, dark hazels, and rustic baskets of kisses. I couldn't even get through that without choking up. It was evidence then and it's evidence now. Read that poem in its entirety when you can. I'm going to put the link in the show notes, but it's absolute stunning in the breadth and the depth of relationship. So I started to look for evidence in poems and literature, but also in the faces of real couples, in their body language, in their laughter, in their closeness. And I stopped acting like the world was full of lovers and that means it's against me. And I started acting like the world is full of lovers and this is for me. And I looked for evidence in the feeling, meaning my evidence didn't really need to be that someone could love me the way I wanted. In fact, if you're feeling super disillusioned or cynical about love or anything, it's really better not to look specifically for proof of romantic love in your life, but for what romantic love means to you. Does it mean pure affection? Does it mean fun or encouragement? Look for those first. And I think this is what we're doing when we share inspirational memes. Land on those inspirational memes for just a few moments, like pause and say like, what, what feeling does this evoke in me? Like before you send it off to somebody else, really absorb the feeling that it brought you. Ask yourself how affection, fun and encouragement feel in your body. When you find the feeling, you can sit with it and then what would it be like to raise the dial of that feeling up a few notches? 
This is actually an exercise that I do in my coaching programs with my one-on-one clients is we'll really feel into the feeling and see what it feels like to ramp that up a bit, right? Either to move up the ladder or to raise the dial of intensity. And it's really cool when you're in this really deep practice with me. It's really cool to get clarity around what might be holding you back. And it's really amazing to like feel that blooming, that blossoming of this thing that you're looking for. So hit me up if you want to do one of these practices with me. It's a really beautiful discovery for you. Okay, so anytime that you feel or witness or see the components of the type of love that you're seeking, bank it as evidence. Let's say someone picks up a spilled bag of groceries outside of a food store for a stranger. Pause in that moment of observing that kindness. So not only, ah, I love people, but ah, support from others exists and it feels good and sweet. Feel free to ask anything at all when you're learning something like a cooking class or skiing. And no matter how remedial your question is, use that as evidence that you can feel like a true amateur and still create something amazing. And I think that point alone is the cause for an entire new episode because this feeling that we have to show up as perfect and that is all-knowing before we're going to get the love that we want. Like our inner work has to be all complete before we can call in this amazing true love is false, right? You can be in a learning phase. You can be sort of this rookie and still create something amazing. You just have to start. I'm going off on a lot of tangents here, but I wanted to share this really quick story that I recently spent some time in an Airbnb and I was feeling really cozy and reading. There were sheets of rain coming down in Southern California, but I didn't feel upset that the weather sucked. I realized that this feeling safe and cozy was not always common for me. And this cozy, safe feeling was showing me something that I needed to know. That home feeling is in me. And I want to feel a love that feels like home to me. And that moment was evidence that I bring that feeling to every relationship. So again, I tried to dial that feeling up. Like, what would it feel like if I went from feeling like a seven to an eight? And how does that feel in my body, right? I can't not. It's inevitable. There are 10,000 examples of evidence that will prove that what you want exists. And there are 10,000 examples that it does not. And here's the thing. For a lot of people, settling feels good and safe and all that they deserve. They're content with less. And for them, there is no evidence that that kind of Pablo Neruda love exists. They think to themselves, that's only for poets and dreamers, right? For other people. And those people might be right for them. But for you, where can you find evidence that what you want does in fact exist? How willing are you to ignore the naysayers? How willing are you to find evidence that will prove your belief? Most people are really not willing to do this. It's easier to be negative and nihilistic in this society. But you want to know who does do this? The people who actually get what they believe is possible. I hope you do. Heartfelt thank you for listening. I am honored every time you choose the one. Loving yourself does not require perfection. Big, juicy love requires us to get curious, to offer ourselves what we are searching for in others, and know that from this place of love and power, we magnetize amazing connections. Please do all the actions to keep the one podcast rolling. 
Share with others who may need to hear this episode. Like, download, sleep with me under your pillow. Click on the link in the show notes to subscribe to my monthly newsletter. And then listen every Monday and Thursday to get ever closer to the love that you so deeply deserve. You can also follow me on Instagram where I have tons of fun content to inspire you to be the one. You are loved by me.